Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. Travel to France is back. The country will lift its ban on UK holidaymakers from tomorrow, France's tourism minister has announced. It means an end to controversial restrictions brought in last month for British travellers to try and curb the rapid spread of Omicron. These included having a compelling reason to enter the country and a requirement to isolate on arrival. Sounds like good news, right? Well, it's not quite that simple. As Simon Calder, the independence travel correspondent, explains. Simon, give us an overview. What has the situation been with France and what does this all mean now? It has been extraordinary. Let me take you back, if I may, to the middle of December. So at the time, the UK was really suffering from Omicron. The wave had really begun. We were very much on that upward surge. And there was a lot of concern from a lot of countries about the UK and the spread of Omicron. Now, while Omicron was clearly in other places as well, it wasn't quite so detectable. And so you suddenly had on the what 16th of December, the French said, OK, in a couple of days, we're going to ban travel from the UK. An extraordinary decision, given that we are extraordinarily well-connected countries. Christmas was about to happen. New Year was about to happen. The main surge of skiing holidays were about to happen. And the French said, nope, we're keeping you out. And if you were French, that was a so-called compelling reason to be allowed into France. And in early in January, they slightly eased it to allow for absolutely essential business trips, but it was completely devastating. And very soon it became clear that it was also totally pointless because, well, you had this silly situation of of France rapidly gaining twice as many cases of COVID per day as the UK, which was surprising that they kept in place for so long. Why do you think it's opened up now? Well, things are going to start moving pretty quickly, but not quickly enough for a lot of people. I mean, I've been speaking during the week to people who've got ski trips booked on Saturday. And indeed, there was one operator who was selling trips, basically saying, we think France is going to open up in time for the weekend. You can have effectively the slopes of the great French Alps to yourself this weekend if you stump up £800. And if it doesn't happen by Wednesday, we'll give you your money back. I imagine they are now scrambling 
scrambling to put those holidays back on. There's also a lot of people who will be very, very keen to get to see loved ones, perhaps get to see their property in France if they've got a second home there. And people like me who are just desperate to get back to our nearest neighbours. But the amount of damage, Rochelle, cannot be overstated. It has greatly harmed relations between the UK and France, just in the same way that the UK's absolutely ludicrous decision in July to put France on a special Amber Plus category of its own, requiring quarantine from everyone coming back from there, it did exactly the same. And in a sense, this is tit for tat, but horribly damaging. And of course, as the French travel industry had been shouting for the last couple of weeks, this is when people plan their holidays. If you've got an entire country, our nearest neighbour, the country which is um, you know, is our second favourite, and you're saying you can't come in, well, people are going to book somewhere else. And they have been. And how popular do we expect trips to France to be now it's opening up? Well, I think it will be a bit grudging, actually. Look, the French have shown by what they have done that they are quite prepared to take abrupt action that does not appear to concur with the facts on the ground and furthermore leave restrictions in place way beyond the time when they might possibly have served some useful purpose. And with that knowledge, I'm afraid I can completely understand people who are thinking, oh, let's plan a lovely um, Valentine's weekend in Paris or indeed an Easter holiday on the Côte d'Azur. Wouldn't that be lovely? Well, yes, but what if the French suddenly go off on one again and ban British visitors? So it is hugely destabilising. There's also logistical problems. And you know, it's one of those things where very annoyingly, and the British government is equally guilty of this, we still don't know what's what exactly the rules are. I've got my passport ready. I'm just about to get a test to go to France, but I've got exactly no idea when I'll be able to get in. So I'm in this ludicrous position of quite possibly going to Dover and just sort of looking forlornly from the white cliffs of France, looking at my watch and wondering when I'm going to be let in. Now, Londoners love a quick break to France. Do you think the streets of the capital will be deserted in the coming weeks? Or do you think we'll all still be cautious about going there? I think now would be an absolutely perfect time to be in France. Of course, the UK makes up a very substantial proportion of normal visitors to France, especially winter breaks to Paris. And of course, we're not there because the French said until today that Nusson family we're closed and so i think now would be lovely but you have got to jump through a lot of hoops and therefore it's not going to be for everybody to be able to uh, organize things while you can get in if you're double jabbed it's complicated for children also in terms of getting into venues the system changes on saturday and gets very complicated in terms of the proof you will need but if you are desperate to go there it's a wonderful time to be there but please have a look at my q and a about all the hoops you need to go through before you actually commit to uh, buying anything if people are looking to take advantage and head to france where are your recommendations well i would very simply uh, head for paris it's a beautiful city since the horrible COVID business started. An awful lot has changed. You've got the Bourse, the uh, old stock exchange at the heart of the city has now become a wonderful art gallery for a billionaire's private collection. I can't wait to get back there, but I'm going to have to wait because I don't know what time they'll let me back in.
And overall, can we take it as a good day for travellers and for the travel industry? I'd like to say this is um, two steps forward, but it's not. It's one step restoring the backward step that the French took before Christmas, if you see what I mean. It's not exactly progress. And the worry remains that both the UK and France and other countries have shown that they are absolutely not shy of introducing rules that appear to be irrational, illogical, but are, I'm sorry to say, politically popular. And all the way through the COVID pandemic, the World Health Organization has said, actually, international travel bans don't really work, except in some very narrow circumstances so we advise against them but politicians have found that they prove incredibly popular and nothing like at a time of crisis instilling fear of others from outside your borders you can find out more about travel to france on simon calder's independent travel podcast and that's it from the leader this podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers, and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.